back to the Rocket League. Wow, the Rocket League podcast. I, I think I'm getting too full of myself. The ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast. The, uh, the Rocket League podcast. The Rocket League podcast. Am I right? Uh, the most episodic, um, I don't know, friendliest neighborhood podcast in the game. I'm joined today uh, by Relentless. Guess what? Wabbits is late. We're going to see if he shows up or not. Uh, it's going to be a surprise. You know, maybe we'll see him, maybe we won't. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, if, if not, it's it's okay. I'll, I'll just take his spot. It's perfectly fine. I, Wabbits, your spot's being gunned for, dude. Uh, listen, all of a sudden, I'll start sending uh, midnight texts to Relentless instead of you, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> over time, slowly, slowly. Uh, yeah, Wabbits, Wabbits, you know, maybe we'll get... The Rob Lentless show is coming. <laughs> I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> um, maybe a little bit, but not not enough for me not to use it as, as the title of the show. Uh, welcome, welcome all. Um, man, we are, we are back. It, it feels like... I feel like sometimes in the middle of the week, I'll always get to the point I'm like, oh, there's like some great idea I have for the show. And then I'm like really i'm really excited to, to to do that right to to go to that show but then as soon as i get to the actual show i forget what the idea was i'm like oh it must have been amazing now i just don't know what it is um why i'm telling you this i don't know i'm just excusing if if uh i'm excusing my inability to have creative ideas but uh <laughs> do not fear uh relentless is here and wabbits is sometimes here and they really help me out um uh I guess, I guess, oh, look at this guy, sir. I just want to mention this in the general notes for the, for the, uh, <laughs> like the little, little notes we have for each podcast. Relentless has put Relentless Perma Host question mark in announcements intro. And I don't know if this is in reference to the fact that Wabbits isn't here or in reference to an earlier conversation. Which one is it, Relentless? Uh, yes. Okay, exactly. <laughs> so there, there's your answer. <laughs> um so uh, yeah no, the, uh, the, the the wabbits thing reminded me of the earlier conversation so uh, got it got it uh so i guess yeah it, i i'm here to officially welcome you into the onto the show as a permanent guest um i think uh, i told the relentless though that i think once a month we might have some other rotating third but relentless is the guy you know what i mean um, that being said, with Wabbits's attendance, uh, maybe maybe you'll be set. You know, maybe you'll be uh, maybe Wabbits <laughs> will be the guy who's being rotated out. I'm just listen. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just telling it as it is. Like the I mean, coup, the, the coup is. starts now. Like really, I'm mean, <laughs> dismantle from the inside starts now. Uh, there's never been, um, you know, never has the term hunting Wabbits been more poignant than uh, <laughs> than currently. Um, no, so. Uh, Welcome. Thank you so much. I mean, Relentless, you've been you've been doing a lot for the show uh, and, and hosting tournaments and and the beginner's corner with with uh, Hunty. And yeah, by all means, we, we've we've very, very much been happy with it. So uh, we hope to continue that. Um, as you can see, I have demoted combo from the uh, crew. So uh, he now has to uh, deal with that. Um <laughs> Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. People were saying they're missing combo. Guess what? Combo is back in the old. Wait, I, sh- I probably shouldn't say this. Whatever. He's back in the old stomping ground. So if you've listened to all our episodes, which many of you apparently are listening to right now, like our first episode had a jump of like 200 people. So I'm like, wait, 200 people are going back and listening. Uh, so that's kind of funny. I'm just imagining what happens when they catch up, but they'll know what that references to. Maybe. Um, 
yes uh so new things new announcements this is announcements right um we have uh beginner's corner being released released this week as relentless is telling me right now on the air live um so uh relentless do you want to talk about that a little bit uh yeah we have beginner's corner again this week and some of the feedback that we received uh our first two were focused on uh diamond and champ gameplay and part of the reason we wanted to focus that in the first few is that there i mean we have a lot of people part of the asap weekly podcast community that are in that range kind of mid to high diamond or mid to low champish and they're looking for that next step forward but now it's we really are trying to embody as much we can the idea of beginner's corner is something that we can look at somebody who's a little bit more learning the game still um and and look at one of those replays and those behaviors and see if we can really help those kind of players out and what we did actually this for this one around which we really liked that we kind of evolved into it. It's almost in the moment we evolved into it. We finished the replay, went through the entire replay already at this point had spent an hour looking over this replay, which again, we tried to make it like a 30 to 40 minute thing, but every time it turns out to an hour. Mm-hmm. So after an hour, looking at the replay, Hunty is just like in the show, like, Hey, why don't you go into this training thing and do this thing that I'm explaining? And so literally like in the moment, we're like, okay, Hey, this is how it can evolve. So we're now going to potentially, um, implement that implement that maybe even as like mini episodes and stuff instead of always having to do an hour-long episode we go over very very, (laughs) yeah we go over very very basic things like hey here's a training that we recommend if you're in this rank or if here's a training we recommend if you're in that rank and then kind of just have 10 to 15 minute long episodes of different train things you can do based on the rank that you're in and that kind of stuff so um yeah i think it's something really especially especially nowadays with um the current like new player base coming out i know there's going to be a lot of people that are very hungry for that kind of thing so that's really cool uh so keep on an eye on a look oh, wait keep a lookout for that is keep, that an, what I'm keep to an eye out for it there be, it be on the be on the lookout keep an eye out on one, one of those two <laughs> keep on the eye out lookout keep on an eye on the lookout for the thing for the thing uh perfect nailed it <laughs> um yeah, so that's that's a big thing that is coming up, and uh, I'm really excited for uh, once again to yourself and Hunty. Thank you so much for um, working on all those projects. Um, speaking of other projects that you work on, uh, we will be having a new tournament sometime. I know I'm a little behind on the uh, tournament results being in the channel champions, uh, so that's something that I will have to look at uh, probably honestly later this week. Um, my days kind of are so filled right now that uh it's it's a lot of work prep for the next day work sleep so um and maybe and so like uh i find it at times um you know i am not as much up on the ball as i wish so uh i i'm sorry for that but we will have all the tournament uh winners results updated as well um yeah we're gonna we're gonna be looking at a new tournament uh, and what I think I'll do is I will tweet out and link to it in the Discord. Cough, cough. Maybe you'll get some Twitter followers. Maybe not. Maybe I'll lose some Twitter followers. <laughs> uh, but it'll be a poll for what type of game type we want to do. Uh, so that will probably be up Thursday, I think, around Thursday. Uh, so that's that's that. And uh, Relentless, do you know which day of of this month will work for you the best? Because um, we have Saturday. We have the tw- We have the 17th. For Saturdays, we have the 17th, the 24th, and the 31st. 
Um, um, so you can, if you want a Sunday, then the 18th, 25th, and the 1st. Saturday-wise, I think if we... Um, I think it's going to be one of those things to be determined because I'll look at my schedule and stuff and see what I can fit in, but it's going to be to, to be determined. Uh, if if I can avoid doing it Halloween weekend, I'm going to avoid that. That's but if I can't... <laughs> If I can't avoid it, then you guys better get spooky and everything. We'll do something fun for Halloween, hopefully. Ooh, yeah, I like that. We could do that even if it is a twenty. <laughs> but I guess we do, I guess we we'll do let a you Halloween know next week. game night, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Do do like uh, a Among Us Halloween game night or something. Except, yeah, just just have the have the game night be the tournament that that, yep. that month. <laughs> um, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, the game nights have been really good. I actually did join in on the game night, playing some Among Us. Um, uh which was quite enjoyable so if you ever want to join the community every friday we have some kind of game or another going um so yeah that that's that's really cool too yeah i guess more information on that next week last thing in announcements um i have created a gif your game page i have not finished editing it like the the little app now i like to call it um rocket league tiktok that's really maybe like rocket league youtube maybe maybe that's really what it is um, but Gif Your Game now has an app, app that a lot of uh, Rocket League content creators are getting on. So I shall be slowly creating that and hopefully be getting clips from the community and posting it on there, and that'd be pretty cool. I feel um, like it's closer to TikTok. Uh, who is this, dude? <laughs> don't who's ask this questions guy? you don't want answers to. This guy's a little quiet. This guy <laughs> needs to put his mic a little bit up. I but, can't. Um, I don't know how. I'll figure that out in a second. The mysterious, the mysterious third person of this podcast... I mean, I'm only here do we have a special time. guest on this week? Apparently. Yes, I'm always a special guest. Um, wow. I, apparently, me saying I'm starting the show has made you move 20, 10 minutes faster. That's, that is that is. I said around seven. Like, okay. <laughs> this is sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, so we have a gift your game thing that I will probably link at some point later on. Uh, so, yeah, lots of things in the works, lots of things moving. Uh, and also thank you to all the new listeners because it's been it's been incredible. Um, so hopefully you're enjoying the most the, uh, you know, the podcast that, that's posted, you know, ASAP as soon as possible. Like, you know, as soon as we can, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's weekly and it's as soon as we can. Uh, so ASAP weekly. The weakest, um, weakliest podcast. I don't know if we want to be called the weakest it is what it is. We don't is. want to be called it, but it's probably true. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it's because we put on so many cuties on the show, like Wabbits and Dave. And then, sorry, and then we have Relentless you know, and Zero right here. Why are you saying Yeah, we less? can't have the Macho guys. Like, we're missing out on the Macho guys. So, like, we're, we gotta, we gotta really balance that. Um, I guess speaking of balance, uh, the fact that I've been talking a lot, it's probably time for some of you to. Uh, maybe Wabbits especially now that he's here uh, to talk a little bit, but Relentless is the first to go because he was here and he is now a perma host. Um, so uh, Relentless, would you like to talk about how your week in Rocket League went? Uh, my week in Rocket League was was very very busy this week. Uh, first off, we I, IGL started this week, so everyone's kind of first first week for that. So if we have anyone in the ASAP Weekly podcast community that wants me to cast their games and stuff like that. I do casting for IGL. Uh, we had a lot of people reach out to me for for private stuff, uh, not just within this community, but other communities that I've worked with before. Um, so me, Dave, and Palm are on our own little tier two team, which is like from last season would be your C3 and then below 1600 GCs. 
And so we were, uh, we're one and oh, so far in our season, we won our, uh, best of five series three to one. And so we just kept moving forward. So we actually did pretty well. And, um, which is good that we, we won it decently because Palm the entire time was just like, okay, guys, like I gotta get, gotta get to a party. Like I've got things to do, (laughs) uh, (laughs) but we like, we lost the first game and then we won the second game and he's like, okay, well, you know, I was going to say, let's just lose in three so I can't get going. But if we're going to win the second game, we might as well win the rest. The whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, so we're looking, we got another game coming up tomorrow, I believe. Uh, So looking forward to that. Um, And like I said, I've been doing casting and stuff for IGL. And so uh, I post in the IGL, like Google document or Google form, whatever it is what my Mm -hmm. schedule is. So if you guys are interested in that, either reach out to me or go check it out on the IGL thing. And I can do your casting if you're doing IGL this season. For Um, those who don't know, IGL is Indie Gaming League and it's probably one of the, it's probably the most known, uh, like like community run league within mm-hmm. where anyone can join. So just, just so people are aware if, if, if they want to, you know, have fun, play some tournaments, play on a team, uh, just, you can probably look that up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time now. Uh, this season just started. So if you're not already involved, you may have to prepare for the Ooh. winter season as that comes, Oof. uh, registration for that will start in a few weeks. So, um, all right. Uh, what else do I got? Two's GC problems, and this will can probably lead us into some beginner's corner topics, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. um, being in twos, like I didn't play much twos at all last season. I played like a little bit for IGL, but outside, like as soon as IGL was over last season, I I hadn't played twos the rest of the season. And so um, after doing my placements and everything this season, I think I got placed like because I was champ two and twos last season. So I got placed like diamond three and twos this season. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of people around the champ two range ish getting placed in diamond threes. And so I've been wearing my GC tag because I'm super proud of it. But every time <laughs> I play twos, that I keep getting the response of like, oh, you must have bought that account or something <laughs> like that because my twos is, is not great. Um, at least it's not great enough to like carry other people when it's a lot of people that are generally close to the same rank. So, um, yeah, I've just got, gotten a lot of comments with that. And so I've decided to change all of when I am going to go on twos grind, I change all of my stuff to plat, uh, plat banners and borders and tags established 2020 tag and everything like that. So people are like, Oh yeah. Hey, brand new player doesn't know what he's doing. So (laughs) any, any problems that way. The trick. I'm so Uh, sad. You let them get to you. No, no. See, now they're getting beat by somebody who they think is plat, so it's fine. True. And You're using the mind games against them. Yeah. Yeah. See, like I feel bad that a diamond's beating me. Well, they should feel bad that a plat is beating them. <laughs> so it's fine. Um Okay, so there's that. I've been playing twos a lot lately. I'm trying to get better with with all my twos stuff. Um and then the last thing that I've been doing a lot of is I've been I kind of started doing some like coaching. So Woos does his own little has his own like collection of teams and stuff and they're playing in IGL and they're playing in different tournaments. So I've been helping out. He's got like a champ three range team um, that I've been helping out coaching a little bit, just going over replays and stuff with them. So like that's, I've been doing all of that stuff and that all happened this week. And so it's just kind of like, I realized just the other day, I was like, man, I'm, I'm fully obligated to so many rocket league things. And it just, it creeps up on you really fast because you don't think about it like as it's happening. So 
I'm just like, okay, cool. I'm you know doing the podcast occasionally, or I'm casting occasionally, like no big deal. And then IGL season starts, so now I'm playing in IGL, casting IGL, and coaching an IGL team, and then um, and then I'm doing the podcast and stuff now as well, and doing Beginner's Corner with Hunty. So it's just like out of nowhere, I was like, oh my goodness, I do a lot of Rocket League stuff. <laughs> yeah, we were we were talking about before the show, Relentless, like. We just need, you know, we need that a space station or, or maybe an NRG to just pick you up as like a full time content creator. That's really, mm-hmm. you can do, you can run all their stuff. It doesn't but. have to be one of those. I mean, it could, it could be G two. It can be. Uh, <laughs> You'll settle. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No. Wait, did big you just put deal. the or G two organization underneath space station? Oof. <laughs> Only in results. Only where it counts. Um, <laughs> um but in the money dude in the money well i would say i would say g2 is lower when you're talking about them having community-based content mm, creators they definitely they're definitely lower tier fair. than that nrg is probably below space station so i think space station is the one that really like leaned heavily into the uh, we're going to go into the community creators and that's going to be our content creators mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure they have 13 yeah it's some ridiculous number and they have like people from yeah from every pretty much every major content creator not named musty because nrg has musty yeah but that's i guess that's what the larger content like which is is strange because like if you're if you're space station in that moment do you think they tried to pick up musty and musty told them no or did they even not try? Because like, how do you not? If you're going to go pick up some of the people they picked up, but not attempt to pick up Musty, I think, um, I think what Space Station like they got Sunless right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think ultimately Space Station's like Sunless is our our what's it called, our little a little golden flag we're waving around. Um, and but they also got John Sandman. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> oh, and they didn't. And they get got Mercy. Mercy. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, I know they want to corner the whole market, but <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's like I was like, how do you? Energy must have given. Actually, no. This is what happened. Must have wanted to be on energy. He saw that offer. He's like, I'm going to use this to leverage my way onto energy. That's what happened. That's, that's the story I'm probably. I'm, I'm seeing. You know? I feel like he probably just got opened. That, that's what it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yep. He's like, which one of you are going to pay me more? And then that was the end of the discussion. <laughs> yep. I wonder. I wonder he how also much wasn't John on Sandman. Twitch. He also wasn't on Twitch very much when when they were signing all the content creators. I don't think he was quite on Twitch yet, so that could have been part of it as well. I think they want like all of Twitch to just be like space, uh, space station gaming. Like that, I think that's part of it. Um, I want to say like I wonder how much they're actually paying John Sandman and uh, and Sunless and Mercy and everyone else. Because because like. <laughs> Let's be honest. I think John Sandman and Sunless at this point could make the money without an org. I think that's the thing. Like, they can make the money without an org, but org. No, I think it's stability. a consistent income on top of it, but I don't think it's anything ridiculous. The What I've always seen with orgs is that it's never a like, oh, this is a pretty big boost. I'm going to do this. It's always like, no, this is stability. Um, even like, cause making content is a very bumpy ride and either you're up or you're down and there's no consistency, but if you're assigned to an org, then it's like, oh, I'm having a bad week or I'm having a bad month or however, however long, but I'm still putting stuff out and fulfilling the contract and doing all that. So I still have income. No, no, I, I agree with you. I just don't imagine it to be more than like an average full-time job. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. I don't think, like, I think it's like, 
okay, I had a bad week, but I still got paid what I would have had I been, mm-hmm. I don't know, moving boxes all day or something. You yeah. Know? I wonder if there's a like, like a requirement though at this point for some of them, like um, like Sunless being primarily a YouTube content creator, if if SSG is like, okay, well, you you know, we're requiring you to put out X amount of videos per month or whatever. Uh, mm, I wonder if they have like additional. Than, I wonder if they have additional requirements it, like that. I, I I mean, for for Sunless, I, I'd imagine he he's still on the same schedule. Like he's still releasing once a week. So. Yeah, but it's I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just different when you're doing it for you. <laughs> yeah, I say it's different when you are required to by contract versus like I'm doing this because I'm on that grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's fair. That's fair. I think there's also um, uh, like person specific contracts, which is kind of interesting because you can see like what John Sandman has two different channels where mm-hmm. he puts daily content out on both, I think. <laughs> and then he also streams on Twitch. So he just like does everything and it's kind of insane. Uh, but some of this is like, nah, I put out a video once a week. <laughs> I mean, listen, that's the YouTube dream, right? Yeah. You go from daily uploads to weekly uploads to monthly uploads, and then you're set. <laughs> like, uh, the giant content creators, like, who who is it? There's there's some YouTuber that just draws, right? Like, they have, like, one of those cartoon drawing channels things. Mm-hmm. And, like, they slowly just, like, went, you know what? I'm getting 10 million views on each of my videos. I can I can release once a month. And what happens is because they release once a month, more people watch that one video. Plus, they can put more time into it. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying, like that's 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 the uh, ultimate dream. It 12, tw- <laughs> it's not really 12 days of work, but it's it's less stressful to put out 12 videos a year than 52. Well, right? I, I mean, I think yeah. I mean, they they put in like going back to what we were kind of talking about, or back to some of the announcement stuff. It's like Sunless has put out more videos in the last, I would say, like two three weeks than you know, typically he does on average because he's mm. he's going for a lot of those right. pure players and stuff. That's true. But that could just be, yeah, I mean, yeah, that could be just like capitalizing on the fact that there's so yep. many new people. I mean, um, um, yeah. and and let's let's actually talk about that because I, I did fail to mention this earlier, but Sunless did put out a video and I'm, I'm actually going to link it. I think we were, for a while, we were doing Community Corner. It's, it's kind of fallen off, but I think uh, if you... <laughs> If you tweet at us on Twitter, <laughs> um, with with uh, like if you're someone who con- consistently makes content, um, like I honestly I love I like shouting this out, but then there's like someone who's like, yeah, shout me out, and they have like they haven't made a video in, in five months, you know. <laughs> um, but no, if if you're if you're someone who consistently you know is is a content creator, like to be a shout out at the beginning of our show, just just uh, let us know on Twitter, um, and we'll we'll feature you at the beginning of the show. Um, but for this particular week, I was going to actually mention that Sunless Khan made a video where, uh, himself, Musty and John Sandman, uh, the big three of the Rocket League YouTube scene, um, the Egyptian God cards, if you will, uh, of the Rocket League scene, um, they played against, uh, three more up and coming, uh, YouTubers who had all found. So it was really cool. Cause I knew all of them, mm-hmm. uh, Seabell, Zeke and Wayton. So, um, I'm going to link that video just so that if anyone is new and would like to check out these channels that are a lot of very informative content, um, you know, they, they can check up that YouTube video and then find the players from there. So I'll, I'll just include that video because mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think that is good on YouTube. I, I never thought I'd talk this much about YouTube on Rocket League, but I guess that is really, uh, you know, a big thing, especially since now Sunless and Musty have both overtaken John Sandman. Oh, they've overtaken? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah dang and it's i mean it doesn't surprise me because john sandman 
Uh, you're saying he was releasing daily on both channels? I think so. It might not be daily like, on the other, but... Like, regardless, I I don't think you can be that creative for that long, that consistently, for mm-hmm. people to be like, I want to get this new video every day. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> yeah, he's getting, like, number of views in terms of just, like, straight number of views in total rather than uh like a lot no, no, of views it on it probably like, makes some money yeah. but it also means there's probably less people willing to subscribe because they're like i mm. i want i want to watch one of these a week i don't want to watch them every day that's probably true that's probably true um mm-hmm. no but i mean he he's definitely an interesting figure because like as much as i've seen these other new rocket league youtubers rise up he's like everyone said like oh he's like the biggest he's the first one to a million right but it's like i've hardly watched any of his content so mm-hmm. I don't I know what that means about <laughs> me, but I'm li- but he's I will say he does different content, like a lot of things. Like actually, you know what? No, all all of the six that are in that video do very different content. It's kind of hard to to say it. If you yeah, like yeah, one of them, yeah. just check I, out another. It's fine. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. And I'll say, oh, wow, you're still quiet, by the way. Um, I don't think I can fix that. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, I tried. Uh, so I, I mean, listen, that. it's not it's not going to be like last week with Dave, where Dave like ends the show. He's like, "Oh, the whole show, I was on my laptop mic." I'm like, "Great." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was muted. He wasn't muted. It was great. Um, uh, you know, it's it's pretty funny how that that works out. Uh, you know, Dave. Not we got to hear Dave's cat in the background. <laughs> apparently, apparently, uh, someone went into the room to take his cat, and so. Uh, there was like a full-on um, Looney Tunes cartoon happening in the background of last week's show. So if you found it, if you heard it, then that's great. Uh, <laughs> why are you still uh, there, Relentless? Um, so uh, we have, yeah, that, that's that's really it. We have Rockley YouTuber, a bunch of Rockley YouTubers above a, a million subscribers. So that's amazing. Um, and uh, the last thing. I guess we can talk about in our week in rock league is wabbits. How was your week in rock league? My week. I'm just trying to figure out how to increase volume. Don't worry. Um, my week was talk louder. Pretty okay here. I'm going to yell for you specifically for you. Uh, my week was pretty good. Um, I didn't really play too, too much, but I had like three solid days of playing for the first time in a long time. Um, mm-hmm. And one of them was with you and it was great for like half of it. And it was just a lot of winning. Not going to lie. It was just a lot Dude, of winning. You did not stop winning. I, just, I like came in and I'm like, you, what did you tell me? I think you were like 10 and one. And uh, I'm like, oh. I was on a 150 MMR up with two losses, I think. Okay. So, okay. I don't know what that is, but it's an average of 10 MMR roughly. So 17 and two, uh, <laughs> maybe 17 17- no, regardless though, I like you. You told me you're on a winning streak. I'm like, I am hopping on this train. You just go in. They're gonna win. Like you just, just follow their vibe. Whatever's going on, and you're good. <laughs> just on the web train. That's it. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> and then I think the day afterwards, I continued playing and or I played again, and then I uh, went up like 50 MMR again, and I was like, wow, it's pretty good. Pretty good couple days. I'm enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> So nice. Yeah, I don't know. It's just so what rank are you now? Uh 1420, I think. So uh almost C3. Nice. Because of the new MMR changes. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, uh, because I think this is something we did want to get into. Mm -hmm. Um, when we were playing 
why was I kind of decide that it kind of feels like C1, C2 in NA is like where all the former GCs are at. Mm-hmm. Like the, 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 the people that just hit GC, you know? So, um, relentless, do you agree or disagree with this? Um, I mean, GCs from last season, C1 to low C2 is probably where a lot of them are at, because if you're looking at people that barely made GC last season, like that's mm-hmm. their first season reaching GC, that kind of stuff. And, you know, like even for myself, I got to GC and I was, you know, I peaked at probably about 1580, but I ended the season probably like close to 1500 to 1510. Um, you know, I get placed after all my wins down in low C1, like C1 Div 1 after mm-hmm. seven out of 10 placements. So it was really strange. Um, but there's a lot of people that I run into there. Like I've had plenty of teammates from solo queuing, plenty of teammates around C1 to C2 and uh, p- plenty of my friends that were GC last season that are like, hard stuck in c1 right now mm-hmm. um, and i think it's just because right now until you spend a few weeks ironing everything out and, and everyone kind of playing up through the mmrs um it, people are just going to be kind of hard stuck there because you keep matching up against other gcs so mm-hmm. there's yep. going to be some there's going to be some flex where some people that were c1 to c2 last season cannot get back up that way because all the gcs are knocking them right back down um but like just, it'll, just it'll figure itself out Right now, Ryu, um, our, our resident um, top fragger, <laughs> the ASAP Weekly resident top fragger, that's that's what I, I like to call, um, is uh, is uh, C, uh, GC3. So yes. if you're 2K MMR, you're GC3. So that's, I mean, that's probably a better barometer of how it is. Mm-hmm. So I think it better reflects the disparity between the ranks last season. I don't think it'll reflect percentage-wise, though, the same way. Uh, I'll think I think that'll take a very long time before it really irons out. Um, and well, that's just the nature of any MMR system, right? And, and even with, I mean, look at last season, like a lot of people, including myself, including labs, including a few other people I know that got to GC, even Hunty kind of like went on some slumps and stuff throughout the season, went down to champ one to champ two range and stuff like that. I think Hunty almost flirted with, with diamond at one point. He was, he was, you know, slumpy Hunty for a bit. And, uh, <laughs> So I think like even given that, like people that, yeah, you can reach GC and stuff, but, you know, holding that rank against potentially, you know, really talented people. And then as you go lower down the ranks and stuff, the lobbies play differently than you're used to while playing mm-hmm. in GC. So that makes it mm-hmm. a little bit more challenging as well. So like the skill gap, you know, between like champ two to low GC, it, it's it's a large skill back, skill gap, but it's really not like depending on how you look at it, it's not as large as people think as far as the mechanical skill gap. It's not there. It's mostly the decision-making. So like once that changes and stuff, you'll see a lot of people that move up quickly or move down quickly. And I think for me as well, this has felt like one of the best seasons to play so far, just because mm-hmm. it feels like the game is very, it's very predictable. I don't know if that makes sense, but, but I mean, this is, it's like, even my normal lobbies, I'll, I'll get people that were like GC or C3 last season, right? Um, and that means like just the game plays a lot smoother than mm-hmm. um, when I was uh, like comparatively like Diamond 3 last season, right? I'm currently Diamond 3 in the game, right? But last season Diamond 3 played like everybody missed the ball, you know? Like <laughs> just the fact people are hitting the ball regularly is, is a nice switch um so mm-hmm. so i i definitely am enjoying these um but yeah i kind of feel like most people have to realize like right now c3 is a bigger achievement than it was last season by a long shot right and that mm-hmm. it'll be like that until 
all the people that should be in the higher ranks have already gotten it. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Like, it's not just the 50 MMR up that the, uh, the rank itself is. It's that it's a lot harder to get there because I think in low C2, which means about 1350-ish, actually not less, uh, like yeah. just both before C2, um, I had, I think, two lobbies where we were just like uh, solo queuing all, uh, all the way up and whatever. Um, but I had two different lobbies where every single person, and we were just talking and having fun or like chatting in the uh, in the quick chat and whatever else, uh, where every single person was a GC as of last season, at the end of last season. And this was still technically C1 on the verge of C2. And it played, um, it played like a, uh, a full, like a full GC lobby. It, it was, it was incredible. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's, it's that, it's that don't hesitate, just play that is, is very fun at times. You know what I mean? Like where it's yeah, like yeah. the lobby's high enough that it's like, no, if you, if you're not purposely slowing down the ball, you've made a mistake. You know, like if if you have a if if you hesitate for a second and you haven't already decided what you're doing with the ball, then you are making a mistake. Um, so that's that's definitely uh, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, speaking to that, um, we we developed, or I guess Wabbit's really developed a system. Yes. Uh, called the uh, Smooth Brain versus, um, the the what? What, what what do we call the other one? The the disgusting wrinkles, wrinkles in the brain. The disgusting yeah. wrinkles. Do you want to get into that? Um, so, as we've been talking, many of us uh, in the higher ranks have been moved down into a kind of conglomerate of like what diamond, diamond two to like GC low GC, just kind of playing together and play, uh, doing whatever. And I discovered after many hours and many days of uh, of research and and looking over the numbers. And- <laughs> And putting hours and hours of just thinking that you have to stop thinking to get out. <laughs> if you're playing that, that's down, it. that's it. If you're playing, especially if you're playing down, if you're playing up and you're like, oh my gosh, this lobby is way too good for me. Honestly, it still works, but just, just, just hear me out. Maybe think a little bit while you're doing that, doing it, but just like turn off your brain. Just, just hit the ball, hit up, hit the ball hard, hit the ball high, go for the ball fast. That's all you do. You just hit it. And you don't really think you just just do what would naturally happen and it works <laughs> it's it's really yeah it's like this and this is the time that i felt this is the most consistent because it, it's <laughs> when i was saying the game's more predictable like that's what i mean it's like yeah you don't need to be thinking to know where the ball's going like 80 90 percent of the time right now in those ranks i i, I feel pretty confident knowing what's about to happen mm-hmm. um so that's that's very uh it's very helpful to just turn your brain off and just mm-hmm. go when me and Lazier were playing, uh, what, three days ago, four days ago, um, mm-hmm. we, like, I, I was just on this this run, and then Lazier was like, yo, I'm getting on that that web train, we're going up, um, mm-hmm. and the entire time, we were just like, or I was just saying, no, 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 we, we need to get, we need to iron out your wrinkles, stop thinking. I am thinking too much. <laughs> You're thinking too much, stop thinking, and then you'll, everything will work out so much better, and then, like, the first game, he was thinking too much, and we lost. And then after that, it was like, no, stop thinking. Just hit the ball. It's fine. It'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then I think what we lost like two games out of the ten or twelve or however many however many we we played. Yeah. No, we we did very well. We did very well. I was very happy with it. It um, was just because we stopped thinking. 
like, <laughs> we we embrace the Nick Tackler mentality. But it's interesting because like <laughs> Nick Tackler, when he stops thinking, the game slows down. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, I am gonna do a once play every time. That is his brain on autopilot. Um, he and it works sometimes. He needs to think more. <laughs> no, he has to think even less than his his smooth brain. Oh, to, true, true. He has to go the full way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, there, there's somebody, I don't know which one of you put this in, but, uh, turn off back during placements grind. Who, who, which of you is that? Uh, I put that in. So like, as okay. we were talking about the, the C1, uh, the C1s in, in GC, uh, or the GCs in C1, um, and, and that whole thing, like outside of when you see somebody having a GC tag, you're like, oh, okay, that person was GC, especially like while the ranks and stuff figure themselves out. Do you think it's better to just flatly turn off Bacchus mod or well, at least turn off the part that tells you what rank people are, what MMR they're at and stuff while you kind of grind up and get more to your established rank. Was there, you got an answer? Um, honestly, I think at this point looking at someone's rank is, yeah, I agree. And like, even, even tags don't make any sense right now. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think a season four GC rank, tells me that okay we have a player that is going to be consistent right um like that's all it tells me there's gonna be a player that's gonna be more consistent to but right now like the quality of play and the diversity means like i think let me put it this way last season if if especially if you were like on a on a slump and you're kind of going down right when you got to those lower ranks you could actively change your play style knowing that you're going to be playing against players who are probably reacting a little slower there's no point in doing that right now because the players even as you rank down you might have players that are um that are still better than you are you know so i think there really is no reason when i was even thinking with like you know you're sitting there talking about smooth brain like hey don't think don't worry about it and stuff and i think when you see uh somebody of whatever mmr i i used to i used to have it on prior to match start and stuff. And I would look at everyone's MMR and be like, okay, cool. We got the, the 20 MMR like mm-hmm. advantage here. So we should be better. And I think like automatically my head, like, okay, this should be an easy enough win. But then all of a sudden you start like overanalyzing, overthinking versus now where I don't have it on until at the end of the match. And mm-hmm. now I can just kind of read the players for exactly what's happening on the field. Not, th- not have any preconceived ideas on what they should be able to do, what they're not going to be able to do. And I think the biggest, um, uh, biggest call out for that is when I would see like I have a party of two that I end up solo queuing with and one person's like at my rank and the other person's like platinum two or something like that. And that's their, uh, that's what their MMR says. And that person just, it's either a smurf or they brought their buddy in who's a plat two. And it was just, (laughs) um, so I would automatically have like a preconceived idea of, of what's going to happen in that game. And, uh, usually actually it hurt me more than helped me. And so I just started, turning it off until the uh like at the end of the game and stuff during the scoreboard at the end of the game then it would show me what everyone's mmr was but i got a i would have better results out of my own play style because instead of thinking oh here's what my teammate should be able to do i'm just reading what they are doing and it turned out to be better yeah i'll say even even with our whole like smooth brain idea that we've been talking about if you have something that is distracting you from the game right then you're you're thinking about that thing and you're not you're not really smooth branding is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I think if you have sometimes those ranks, like if you preoccupy on ranks, like literally that means when you're in a game, sometimes like your brain is not fully focused on the one task at hand 
and you can't be present. And I think that's probably the biggest detriment is if you like some people will look at ranks and be like, okay, cool. You know, and that's all they think through. But I think there's other people, especially depending kind of on your uh, mood or your general um, disposition, you might look at those ranks and that's all you're thinking about the whole game. It's like, oh no, if I lose this rank, I let rank down. So instead of like focusing on the game or not thinking at all and just being relaxed and kind of, kind of being very in the moment um, in the zone per se, instead you're just thinking about ranks. So there's obviously you're going to play worse, right? Mm-hmm. I, I very much agree with that. Um, I usually don't even really care about it. Like I'll, I'll mention it at the beginning of games. If I'm ever like with somebody being like, Oh, this person's here. Um, and then that's really it um, mm-hmm. where I don't let it really get to me other than how I start the game. Um, Got it. like I'll, I'll very, I'll usually like, if I see, I don't know, like, like Bruno's is saying, um, like a plat player in the game, then I'll expect, be expecting at the start to be playing twos, um, with the higher level player and it's like plus one. Um, but as the game progresses, I'll be very aware and very intentional with like adapting to how the actual game is progressing. And that's the thing that I, I always do as for. Uh, not having anything else distracting you. Sometimes you want that to get to that quality, smooth brain, uh, <laughs> smooth brain. Okay, level. but what? What are like? There's a difference between someone walking in and out of your room consistently, and you have something that's like a minor distraction, like a like a song, or you know what I mean, the humming of something. Well, that's exactly what I'm getting to. You want something okay. that is going to be able to take you out of a tilt. That's what you want to have uh, at the distraction. So for me, while we were playing those games, I had a stream going on the entire entire time. I was watching a stream fairly actively <laughs> and not actually focusing on the game as much as I probably should have been. Um, mm-hmm. But because of that, I was also not overanalyzing and overthinking what I was doing and what I should have been doing and what my teammates were doing, what the opponents were I, like. I wasn't overthinking everything. Um, mm-hmm. And I wasn't getting caught in this uh, mental loop of oh, I started to slightly get off balance. Now I'm tilted. <laughs> and, that makes uh, sense. Yeah. And so having something to kind of recenter yourself, uh, if that's music, if that's, um, I don't know, talking to somebody in a Discord or you're just like, I don't know, just chilling in Discord, even if you're not playing together, you're just mm-hmm. talking, doing whatever. Talking. Um, it might actually be helpful for you uh, just to recenter on tilt. Focusing is good, but if it, if it if you get tilted, then you're not going to focus, and unfocusing is better than focusing more on that tilt. <laughs> that makes sense, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any yeah okay, I think we're good with the smooth brain concept. The idea being, <laughs> let's not get wrinkles. You know. Yeah, wrinkles are bad. You want smooth brain. Wrinkles be bad, yo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, with that in mind, uh, let's proceed on to the next portion uh the people who have the smoothest brain mm-hmm. of the whole planet it's so smooth that it's upside down uh we're going over to oce so uh let's get right into the east rl or the uh, rocket league esports corner uh we're gonna look at the Oce- oceanic oceanic uh region um who they already had their major everyone else is waiting patiently for next week for the major but they already had it um guess what this time, top eight advanced instead of top four. Hey. <laughs> I guess it was the major, so maybe maybe it's not as 
you know, controversial, but uh, remember we had the problem with the regional um, before that, 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 that they didn't have that distinction. So the top four made it through and it was really weird uh, because like you could get through on technicality. Um, but yeah, if, if I were to look at this, uh, all the teams that I imagine will get through Renegades, Crimson Society, Ground Zero, uh, um, Mind Freak, kind of Barra, um, yep. made it through. <laughs> and then the other ones are, I don't know as much. Kawabanga though is, is a pretty cool, uh, Aussie name, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, to no one's surprise, all right, the Renegades, Mind Freak, and Cringe Society were the ones who made it to the semifinals. Honestly, um, and Ground Zero Gaming. Yeah, and, and Ground Zero Gaming. I'm saying to no one's surprise. The, mm-hmm. the fact that these are the four teams. Yep. Uh, oh, did I not say Ground Zero you Gaming? Didn't. You didn't. You only said the zeroed out of my mind. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like not not to really freak you guys out, but uh, the Renegades were defeated. Uh, Mind Freak was able to beat them in what I like to call the unofficial main event uh, <laughs> of the evening. So if you want to go back and look at uh, OCE, you're going to look at the Sammies, you're going to look at Renegades against Mind Freak uh, in a game that I can only recall. Uh, Renegades had, know how to almost reverse sweep. That's that's really all I can say. <laughs> um, not wrong. It, yeah, they lost one nothing in the seventh game. Uh, Listen, if, if anything else, this was a very close series, and this is probably one of the most... I mean, current society aside, this is probably one of the... the uh, wait a second, the Renegades and current society didn't make it to the finals. That is actually yeah. mm-hmm. a pretty big result. Yep. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ground Zero and Mind Freak coming, you know, coming through. I know. Does that surprise either of you? Like, a little. I, I sadly don't watch enough OCE, but I feel like watching uh semis finals and then that one game <laughs> where it's mind freak can, can bear havoc that's the entire oce uh, lineup that i need to watch <laughs> got it got it um yeah i'll say this much uh i don't know any of the players on mind freak or ground zero gaming that's unfortunate uh, they they beat the teams they beat the teams that i do know players from so you know says what i know but i mean this is what happens in a best of seven you know you, you have a team on a roll you can make it through. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to Mind Freak, who, who I think definitely upset Renegades in that semis and then were able to take it past Ground Zero in the end. Um, so Ozzy's holding strong. I know the uh, the, Austra- the Australian uh, region is quite... Um, it's, 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 it's a wild one. So um, if you are an up, up-and-coming team, uh, move to either New Zealand or Australia. That's, that's all I'm saying. Uh, you can probably make it top. Just play high ping. <laughs> just play high ping. If, if you're an upcoming team, just play high high ping. Be on the on the west coast of North America, and you'll still be fine. It's it's fine. It's uh, fine. But I think actually the most surprising thing was Mind Freak holding Renegade to four scoreless games because like yeah they almost reverse swept, Ooh. but literally Renegade since that every game they lost they went completely scoreless. They didn't not even a single goal and stuff. So I think mm. that's what's like most surprising to me is they didn't even, I mean, yeah, there were one O battles and stuff like that, but it like, they didn't put up a, a single goal in any of those matches is kind of stands out to me. No, that, that, that's, that's really big. Anything to add to that Wabbits? Not really. That is super interesting though. I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the stats. I'm not going to bring them up, but I want to look for my own personal thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, with that in mind, uh, I will I will continue on. 
I can now have the uh, the three, you know, OCE stooges get off my back. <laughs> the uh, the tr- the three trolls from OCE. Um, I'm kidding. If you are not one of the people I mentioned, you're a lovely and, and amazing human being. If your name is uh, Smiths, uh, Tim, or uh, Mife, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> mm, I wonder who they uh, are. <laughs> I wonder who they are. I wonder who they are. Um, yeah, that's 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 called not being clever um it's called being direct and explicit so uh let's continue on to the uh the only region that matters um south america no um i have not actually looked at the south american uh thing so i will not unless i get a bunch of angry tweets which i am more than welcoming um and then we'll, we can cover Sam next week. Uh, but no, I'm, we're going to take out the North American and European region. There are uh, the, the, I guess, the Swiss stage of the playoffs will be happening this weekend, the 17th and 18th, respectively. So on the uh, on the 18th, uh, the North American will start. And on the 17th, the, the European uh, one will start. Um, I guess the only thing, let's start with EU. Uh, we have Barrage Esports, Signatas, Endpoint, Fadeaway, FC Barcelona, Galaxy Racer, Giants Gaming, Guild Esports, Libertas, Magnifico, Oxygen, Solary, Team BDS, Top Blokes, Triple Trouble, Renault Vitality. Um, all right, I'm going to go on a limb. Actually, no, I'll, I'll ask I'll ask you as well. Which are the eight teams that are making it through this Swiss stage this weekend? Uh, so um, maybe we'll start with Wabbits. Do you have eight teams if you choose eight teams from this which which one would it be wow okay let's figure this out um <laughs> rv bds top blokes giants uh fcb uh i really want to say galaxy racer because of a personal personal bias that i'm totally accepting um probably fade away guilt okay are we oh there's no one uh, endpoints. So I'm saying, are you are you choking up endpoints results to to a one like a one weekend run, or do you think they'll they'll be strong in this major? I think they'll be strong. I'm not sure where Dignitas is going to show up, or if Dignitas is going to show up. We'll mm-hmm. we'll see that. That's why I didn't really put them in there. Um, but they could, you know, basically win the entire region or entire series, Swiss stage, or they could, you know, be like tenth uh, or fourteenth or whatever place they might end up, and. I'm honestly think that FCB is more consistent <laughs> and that's why I'm not putting Dignitas in there. Nice. Uh, do you have a list relentless? Would you like to take a um, shot at it? Okay. So if I'm going to look at this and, and look at the teams that can potentially make it starting off with probably the, the easy part, which is the top four RV BDS top blokes. And what would you say? Maybe guild probably rounds out that top four. Ooh. Um, Interesting. I think Guild's an interesting one because, like, they can definitely make it through. You know, it's going to be what Guild shows up. So I, I don't, I don't find that all too surprising. Actually, so, I'm, I'm making the hard read of either Guild or Dignitas, depending on who shows up. Not both, but okay. one of them. <laughs> Not both, but one. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, so top four again: BDS, Top Blokes, RV, and Guild, uh, in no specific order. And then, so you end up having to kind of from the rest of the teams pick out bottom four. I think Dignitas. I think they just they've established themselves. They're going to be a seven or eight seed. I think they're going to sneak their way in um, as a seven or eight seed. Um, I think you look at 
I think Magnifico and Endpoint okay. will do something. And then mm-hmm. so that leaves me one more spot. And I'm I'm caught between Triple Trouble, Oxygen, and probably Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... I think this is the time that oxygen shows up. Uh, it's, okay. it's a it's a really tough. I think they find a way to sneak in because even if I look back at oxygen's results, they keep getting knocked out in the last part of that Swiss stage. They get themselves to the last part and they just can't seem to get a victory. They don't really get mm-hmm. like swept out. They usually get themselves like they're two and two and they need the one more and they just don't quite get it. I think this is the time to get it. They're going to make me look really stupid for picking them, but I think <laughs> I, I think this is the time they sneak in as the eighth seed. Nice, nice. Okay. I like that. Um, I like that a lot. Okay, I'm going to go with my picks: uh, RV, Triple Trouble, Top Lokes, Team BDS, Magnifico, FC Barcelona. Those are my six. Um, the reason is Triple Trouble is one of those teams that they have been getting grid results, and it's okay. like you know. I know they can get results, so that that one's maybe the iffiest one out there. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then Oxygen Dignitas. Ooh. And the reason is when you get to these major tournaments, you choose the team that has the experience. Okay. And I feel okay. like Team Dignitas and Oxygen are the teams with the experience. Did you pick FCB Zero? Because I didn't pick, I FCB. Did pick FCB. Yeah, they they've been doing quite well recently. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I'm trading out. Um, I think I said Giants <laughs> in there somewhere. I'm trading out Giants for FCB. Got it. Got it. Fair enough. We have uh, yeah such different views of the E right now. <laughs> no, no. Okay, you know. I mean, we don't like really. When we're looking at top four, we don't really have that many, that much in the way of different views. Yield in top four. Come on. <laughs> I th- I mean, they get taught. They they've been getting themselves to the playoffs each round. They get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, but they've been getting themselves to the playoffs Listen. each time around, pretty much. Guild's a team that definitely plays up, so I wouldn't be surprised surprised if next thing we know, Guild makes it to the finals of this major. That because sure. okay, fair. I'll give you guys that. <laughs> I I wouldn't pre- I wouldn't put money on it, yeah. but I'd <laughs> you'll, I you'll wouldn't be all too surprised. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. Let's let's now. Okay, I think we, those are good for EU picks. Let's now head over to North America. Um, okay, hold on. But before we do that, Wabs. So looking at the last two. Um, last two regional events for eu in the playoffs you know who guild drew, drew in each round of those it was rv and bds it's because they were eight both teams that they them. drew in the first both teams that they drew in the first round went on to win the finals like it's because they've got eighth place in the swiss stage look at their swiss stage matchups <laughs> yeah but galaxy racer made it through too like it's it, it's fine like guild's gonna they're gonna do something i believe in them <laughs> but they but they've made it to the they've made it to the top eight of each of the things. So if I'm picking them top eight, you know, they have made it to top eight, but I still don't know if they deserve it. That's what I'm saying. But they've made top eight for three straight regional events. Yes, but even with that, like I I will accept <laughs> that happens, but I don't think they're a top eight team. <laughs> I think that they could, they're in contest uh, like contest for it, and that like. It, but they're so day dependent. That's that's my problem. Look, you just keep scrub out of comms with them, and they're gonna do things like it's just gonna happen. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> if they're not in comms, they're in. <laughs> that's the condition. Great, great. 
Um, yeah, let's take a look at NA. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm enjoying the conversation. But you guys stop talking. <laughs> guys, stop talking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut in. That's 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 how it works. Uh, I guess. Listen, I'm gonna go first, just just to give everyone the. I'm gonna give everyone the. What is it? The mainstream picks. Okay. How, basic. Is that, is that fair? Yep. Yep. It's if you are a new player and you were like. Am I, I'm about to tell you all the teams that are like your typical your typical big names. You know, your your overhyped big brand teams. That's what I'm about to tell you for North America. So uh the teams that I think will make it through the first round of Swiss, the top eight teams, will be G2, NV, NRG, Space Station Gaming, the Peeps. That gets me at five. Five rogue. Right, if we're if we're going big names, Rogue. wait, are we going for who we're, we're expecting, like who's expected stat wise to win, or no, no, I'm going for big names okay, for, okay, sure. for my choices. Mm-hmm. So I'm going for the teams that I consider to have the most reputation, sure, uh, the the and like the player, and that includes the players themselves. So that would be the top six: G two, Envy, NRG, Peeps, Rogue, Space Station. If I'm if I'm going off of I guess name uh, alone name recognition name recognition mm-hmm. and th- I'm doing this as well kind of for a lot of people who don't follow North America if you're looking for those big boys there you go sure um the other two teams this is where it gets tricky for me um I think Kansas City mm-hmm. will be one of them and And then I'm really <laughs> stuck. It's not that the teams are bad. It's just all the teams could beat each other depending on their thing. Yep. You know what? Let's. Oh, simple. Oh, this made it just so easy. Plot twist. They have the most <laughs> Canadian players. Easiest decision of my life. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I laugh because I know why you chose them. <laughs> you knew why I chose it before I chose it. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, if, if that's it, if, if, if I get that right, this, this is when I'll actually remember the top eight. So if I get that right, I'm going to gloat. Uh, <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> um, Relentless, do you want to choose before Wabbits reveals what he's chosen? Um, I mean, I think some of those are pretty common. Like G2 is going to make it. NRG is going to make it. Uh, Peeps are going to make it. KCP is going to make it. Space Station is going to make it. Envy is going to make it. Um, I, think, I think it's weird because the depth of NA, it's all going to come down to seeding during the Swiss bracket. Mm, it's really going to come down to right, a lot of that, I right. think, because you, they have so many good teams in that top eight that somebody's going to get left out just because of how they end up lining up and matching up. Honestly, um, but I think as far as the wild card teams, I actually I don't think Rogue is going to make it, to be honest. I, um, I don't. I think out of the wild card teams, Ghost, I think, is going to make it. Formerly, I think that's the formerly Omelette team. Mm, um, I think so. Oh, the, I I forgot about that. Yes. I think yes. Ghost. Ghost Gaming has acquired Omelet. Mm-hmm. So I think Ghost that's, that's and uh, and I think let's see. Um, I think Ghost and Alpine. Okay, solid. I think Alpine's a good choice actually as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say this much: Yeah, Rogue is not so hot right now, but if you look at name recognition from the players, it definitely is probably a more recognizable team than, than a lot of these other teams when it comes to the players on it. I mean, Kronovi is the, the grandfather of rock league. Uh, <laughs> um, first killer is like that, that up and kind of one player that is just phenomenal. And turn Turo 
has his own bag of little tricks. And they're, you know what, Coach Corrupted G. I'm just saying, there's a lot of names uh, that have been around. But yeah, I think I think from a strictly who's going to make it through, Rogue is definitely a much more difficult team to choose. Wabbits, what were your choices? Um. Okay. I am going to choose the same top six as you guys because there's a top six in NA. Um, <laughs> G2, KCP, NRG, uh, Space Station, MV, and the Peeps. Um, and then for the other two, I'm going to go with Alpine. And I want to see Frontline do well. I don't think they will, but I want to see them do well. <laughs> but I can see them beating like a, yeah. you know, a Sonics, an X set. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think they definitely have a chance to make it in. And honestly, the new Pittsburgh Knights. Yeah, bad. that's they're the one that's the same. Putting me up to they're it. not bad. They're just not the same. You know, they're well. The PK is actually the one that I'm debating with here most heavily. Like, I feel like it's either going to be from. They don't have Gyro. I know they don't. It's like a completely different PK. They don't have anybody. <laughs> they have Rodoko, Kinsey, and ZPS. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, the peeps are Pittsburgh Knights. Uh, yeah. Even though it's just gyro, but yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, really, Pittsburgh Knights were the peeps before, so it, it, it kind of works out. Mm-hmm. Still crazy to think that literally every team here has the players. Like, Space Station and the peeps are the... All those players were individually on the former Pittsburgh Knights. Um, yeah. So th- th- there it is. You, you know what? Frontline. Heck it. I'm not saying frontline. I'm saying PK. PK wow. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> It's happening. It's yep. happening. Um, Wab's so going smooth brain here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, he's not thinking all smooth brain. Yeah, almost got <laughs> instinct. Um, so yeah, there you have it. Uh, those are our predictions. Uh, those are the teams to look out for. Uh, tune in. EU, I believe, usually starts around noon Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then North America usually starts around three. But that can be different. Oh, I, I, I need to though. double check that. Um, regardless, if you tune in sometime around 3 p.m. Eastern time, you should have Rocket League on on the main Twitch Rocket League channel this weekend. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind, the 17th and the 18th, if you'd like to follow along. Um, speaking of following along and I guess the the kind of website layout, Relentless want to talk briefly, go on a rant about, uh, I guess, that Rocket League doesn't have their own website for this. Yes. Why in, like, why in the world is everything Rocket League related go through Liquipedia and Cyanux and RocketLeague.com don't have like things actually laid out and stuff in like, hey, here's the format, who's here's who's playing who, here's the seating and stuff. Like you go over to the schedule under Rocket League esports and it's just stuff from RLS season nine. Mm-hmm. so that's pre- that's pretty much right, right, like right there. Like they could even just go into Liquipedia take all the information that Liquipedia does, completely steal it from them and just polish it up and post, put it on their thing. And I would still like, at least like that much more than what they do, which is nothing. Yeah. I think uh, just to give a little bit of background on Liquipedia, right? Liquipedia is run by team liquid. Obviously that was probably why they became such a big brand is because they had this massively successful website. Um, that's just it is the wikipedia of esports right and what mm-hmm. would happen is um back in the day in starcraft when there'd be like these there'd be these giant open mlg tournaments with like three thousand people participating uh and you just like you when you're through you lose you're out 
maybe it was double Elam, but still just like 3000 people. Right. Um, and so a lot of the times what would happen is these like players and some of them even on teams that are getting paid like 10 K a month, you know, uh, they would, <laughs> they would look on Liquipedia cause Liquipedia would know the results of a previous match and where, who they're about to face before some of the tournament organizers knew. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> That's the, I guess, the, the great thing. And I think this is another thing. Before Twitch became super popular, um, there was Justin TV, there's Blip TV. Uh, there's a couple other streaming services that were actually hosting a lot of these tournaments. Um, I know they're also hosted on websites themselves. So I think a lot of MLG actually happened on an MLG website. I may be wrong about that. Um, it's been a while since I watched Halo. So, uh, but regardless, what ended up happening is... Um, is a lot of like top streamers on these different websites they would have themselves posted on team liquid uh meaning like you would go onto team liquid and just like when you have twitch when you have like the top streams on right now the same thing would happen on team liquid and that was a big reason for their success as well these days really people just go on twitch right you just if you want to look for a stream you just go on twitch see who you're following or see who the 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 most stream to channel is and you'll usually choose that so when there's a tournament on you'll kind of know because there's like tens of thousands of people watching it right um but back in the day people just go on liquipedia and do that so that's really where the success came from uh and i think a lot of esports people or or companies just realize like okay well they provide this service that is more than adequate so why would we put an effort you know (laughs) i don't know so that you don't have rl season nine is the last thing you've posted that's why i completely agree (laughs) i completely agree i'd almost like i'd almost respect if they were just like here's a link to the latest bracket and just a link to the liquipedia article that's exactly actually is actually live no but their esports their esports thing just takes you over to liquipedia yep yeah yeah i would respect that that. (laughs) they wouldn't do that um also because like from a strictly like i guess uh uh you know how nice it looks like liquipedia looks exactly how you think it'll look it's 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 a wikipedia page it's it's very nice it's very outlined but it's not it doesn't have that polish you know it doesn't have the uh six what is it or the seven uh seven giant buttons with words on it polish that rocket league does mm-hmm. um that's a reference to playing rocket league, apparently. uh <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like if you're gonna have it, polish it, actually have it up to date. If you're not, or or literally just have a link to Liquipedia because you're not updating it. So yep, um, kind of decide. But yeah, when you see something that's from the past, uh, the past, you know, I guess now it's like a couple months. Let's say it's a while, right? No new standings or stats. It's just showing us the the results from the ninth season of RLCS. Uh, you're kind of like okay that's why is that still up there uh kind of like you know how i've been uh, up to date on uh the tournament results for our community um <laughs> so the zeros in charge of the rocket league website is what i'm hearing yes uh yeah that, that's why nothing's getting done because uh <laughs> i'm i'm wearing you know relentless has his hats and i have my hats and we're just running out of Heads Both of these people are on. incredibly active in the Rocket League community. <laughs> more so than you understand. Um, yeah, no, and I'm like, I'm sure the company has more priorities than whether their esports is up to date, especially nowadays. Um, but it does help, right? Like, I think another big thing is a lot of people are like, how do I even follow esports, right? There's a lot of new people. Um, I was, been, I know, unfortunately, I've been poking around Reddit. Ugh. Um, <laughs> and and there is a lot of people that are saying, like, I don't even know how to follow esports anymore. And 
there's some truth to like literally just put on Twitch every night and look through the top couple of channels of Rocket League and you should be able to follow the esports. Um, but from a like, I just want to look up when things are happening so I can choose the teams I want to watch. Like that's very difficult. Mm-hmm. I guess something that can be improved on, right? Yep, for sure. I like um, the uh, the Liquipedia. Honestly, if they got rid of everything that they currently have and put a link to the Liquipedia, I would be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just when you click the esports tab, it just needs to take you directly to Liquipedia at the very least. Mm-hmm. That way, you're not just looking back at regional <laughs> events from season nine. No, 100%. I mean, like, if anything, it's more for new people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's people who have not themselves. Well, I mean, uh, if you, if you mm-hmm. look at any, any of the major sports, like, realistically, the way that they grow and the way they gain viewers and that kind of stuff is you put your you put your talent out there and put your personalities and stuff out there so that they can just their personality will help you grow the game and right now they're they're not putting their teams out there they're not putting players out there they're they're taking very much a standoff approach to growing the uh the face of the esport type of thing um it's it's hard to discover and get into as a new fan because you don't outside of oh hey this team might be good like you don't really know who to root for or like who the players are or anything like that so i think Mm -hmm. i think just more of an effort needs to be put on their part of let's get our personalities out there let's get the players and their faces out there so that people can be like oh hey like i recognize that person or oh so that's what squishy looks like and like uh you know because right now you just you don't really know like there's not a not an ease of access for new fans to get into it yeah no 100 percent. i think that's a big thing is getting people that are enjoying the game to actually watch um and knowing when it is and hopefully we fill some of that but yeah we're not you know someone should be able to easily look this up on their on the main rock league website mm-hmm. um yeah so i any last rants and rambles any any last things either of you want to say i'm good yeah i'm i'm okay wow relentless relentless you know you had me for a second <laughs> a little um, little uh just a little sour just enough to make you think okay cool something else here nope <laughs> something else something else uh there may be something else cough cough uh at the end of the show or after at, in the after credit Ooh. section a certain corner may be returning oh um, i'm excited <laughs> perhaps perhaps the the most infamous corner the the maker the deal breaker corner uh of this uh rock league podcast um <laughs> and you know i guess uh, to allow for that corner to happen i first have to, uh, some people i need to thank i need to thank all of our Patreon supporters, uh, you've been phenomenal. You've continued to support us. Um, if you are part of the crew or other things, it seems like Patreon, the, the bot, takes over once a month and throws you back into uh, the Patreon role, even if you're a crew member. So I apologize <laughs> for that. Um, but yeah, thank you all to those who are supporting on Patreon. Especially... Uh, extra shout outs to JY's Miffa Paint, Tim Chu Barker, Relentless, and Psych Mopko. Uh, Relentless would like to say that he's the best patron. patron. He also li- would like to uh, say, Why am I still a patron? Ugh, uh, heart. Uh, I'm actually subbed. There it is. All the things. So, um, Relentless, yeah, Relentless is still supporting us. I'd also like to say that I made fun of two of the roll call uh, tier patrons today. Uh, so, um, 
that is true. but i think that's that Oz, you know that's that 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 aussie uh, aussie love they yeah they know you have to you have to they, you have to really just hate on them in order for them to actually like you so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, i'm just i'm just trying to fit in guys okay i'm yeah. just trying to fit in there's no friendship um, without a little bit of uh hatred with when true, it comes to true. the aussies 100 <laughs> you can't just always be agreeable because yeah, yeah. you know people people won't uh find you appealing this is why the um, me and the zero hate each other it's a different oh 100 100 i mean they just don't see us yelling at each other yeah that's that's, it is. It's, a, you know? it's weird i think i think the truth is we just have enough time like away from each other where <laughs> we don't have to constantly yell at each other it's just it's just nice <laughs> yeah yeah um all right thank you all thank you relentless for being on the show uh i hope all of you have a wonderful week um be sure to stay positive uh you know go for a run um you know go outside if you can if it's not freezing uh you know stay stay Even healthy bundle up Work. um you're allowed one cheat day maybe two but not three uh and and go tell someone that you care about uh actually how about this don't go tell them go show them you care oh. about them. how about that how about that that's your uh, unless you're aussie and then don't do it no no yeah. you can show it by yelling at them <laughs> angrily and making fun of them <laughs> yes uh and so, yeah, go do that. Uh, and have a great week, everyone. For myself, Relentless, and Wabbits. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. Hello, and welcome to the most infamous corner in the known universe, the uh, the romance corner. Mm-hmm. How's it going, Wabbits? Going pretty good. What about you? It's all right. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Let's get right into um, this. Tell the people. They've been waiting. I mean, I, I'm going to get into it. i just like to say, uh, if, if you are listening to this, it is not on the Patreon feed, thanks to uh, Clickbait. So Clickbait. <laughs> You can thank Clickbait uh, for this extra little thing that we are adding on. Um, so I guess, yeah, I mean, if if no one's guessed it, like, I feel like some people should have guessed it, but... Um, Possibly? I mean, I especially like... if they listened to the last episode, if the, the Patreon, the Robin Kyle show. Mm, yes, for sure, for sure. I think if they listen to that, they should know. Um... But if they, if you have not listened to the show, uh, I am no longer, what's, what's the word that, uh, Will Smith's wife used? Entangled? (laughs) (laughs) Indentured? Who knows? uh, Okay. No. I mean. Is that too far? Is that too much? I mean, you've just, you've just opened a can of worms. I wasn't particularly (laughs) like planning on opening. Um, but sure. Uh, no, no, uh, I'm no longer the, the girl that I was talking about in the previous romance corners episode did not work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess we're here to talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So what happened? Uh, what mm-hmm. happened? Uh, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things that happened. I think ultimately, I think it was interesting that, um, despite it all, 
I think there's a difference between a connection and a relationship. Yes. And I think, so. mm-hmm. I think I've spoken to a couple of people who's always said like, Oh, like they're so great together. Like, why did they break up? And it was like, Oh, they had a really good relationship, but like, they didn't like, they had a really um, good connection, but not a relationship. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold no? on. I need to, okay. I need to make this more complicated for no reason. So uh, perfect. Um, so they had a really good relationship, but it's like, but they, they don't actually like each other romantically. You know what I mean? Yes. So like they liked hanging out with each other, but they didn't like each other romantically. Mm-hmm. And then um, in this particular case, it was like, it was like so overloaded on adrenaline feelings, but mm-hmm. there were, and I think there was a really good connection, but like we literally only spent what two dates together and we yes. hung out with everyone else once. And so it was like so overblown that, that then when we, you know, actually think, met up, I guess, or well, when yeah. We, and mm-hmm. I mean, t- to her, to her point, she was saying essentially like, she didn't really feel like we had chemistry in person, which is fair. I mm-hmm. think it's a fair statement to say. Yeah. Um, I think as well, it's, it was a point where you actually have to start having more difficult conversations. Yes. And yeah. I think ultimately she decided instead of having those conversations that it wasn't worth it. Yep. Um, and so, and like, by all means, like this is, this is not her fault, right? Like this is my fault as well. Right. Yep. Because well, honestly, I... it's also nobody's fault because I don't know if you don't have, or if you don't feel like you have a connection, then you don't have a connection and you can't force yeah, and a connection. It was like a giant connection. And then like when it completely dropped out of nowhere, it was like, I think both of us really didn't yeah like we just it just disappeared and maybe because it was what is it it was it wasn't candle it was a torch you know (laughs) when the aerosol or whatever the uh the bug spray that you put into into your match you know as soon as you run out of the bug spray it just disappears it's Mm -hmm. a flame that disappeared over time with no no way of uh continuing on i guess that's probably Mm -hmm. the best way i can explain it um but yeah no um I think I was telling Wabbits that like um, there was like a like she clearly had stopped wanting to communicate like she was still very cordial but when someone's giving you like hardly any answers you kind of know what's up mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. uh, and then when she actually told me it was kind of funny because I think I already dealt with like the emotions <laughs> <laughs> yep, and so for sure. <laughs> it was like oh okay well I kind of figured you know. <laughs> kind of kind of saw this one coming not really happy about it but also i'm i'm ready yeah for it and this is fine <laughs> yeah yeah and i i think i think another big thing that i realized is like as much as we have like a million things that we are interested in there's so many like untangible things that that are difficult to really put into words that happen in relationships mm-hmm. and especially early on right yes like i think this is a way different conversation of someone you've known for years and that's what's happening you know mm-hmm. what i mean and then you have a relationship because i think if you know someone that long then there's a lot more comfort in talking to each other mm-hmm. but this you is like the, the friendship you just are building on a relationship yeah exactly and this was like no we have to like build years of understanding and it just wasn't happening mm-hmm. um and so i think ultimately when it ended up happening i was kind of like well i uh I guess, I guess this is it. I think, 
I don't know. When someone tells you it, like, there's like part of me is like, okay, I could kind of see us trying to figure something out. But if you're already at that point, then it's just a. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I don't you care. try and force something? Yeah, yeah. I don't care enough to, to, to. Not not that I don't care enough. That's the wrong word. It's. You respect their choice enough to be like, you respect yeah, their is... choice yeah. yeah if you if you try to push at that point that it's too late right mm-hmm. like it's very exactly it's very different if this was like no you've actually had a relationship for a while right mm-hmm. you can try to figure something out yeah like it's been a year it's been two years like you can actually have the argument and really figure it out but if you're only dating for like a, a month or two right like it's <laughs> you're, it's significantly you're okay. less yeah less uh, <laughs> a lot yeah, less commitment less... and a lot less like um time spent with the person so there's also correlated to time getting over the person as much as that sounds bad it's kind of true <laughs> it is it is and i i yeah so that i mean that this is already like a couple of weeks ago now so it's kind of weird talking about it now mm-hmm. um but maybe it's better that way um who knows uh yeah so much so that i i, I have actually gone another first date um, nice. <laughs> which 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 sounds bad but no it's fine uh, it's fine and i think it's especially fine because i went on it and then as i was on it, i was like this is very nice um Mm -hmm. but we both haven't messaged each other after since nice and so that might be the best resolution of the situation because i think part of me realized okay i should give myself a little more time (laughs) (laughs) i'm not completely over it yet (laughs) No, I not it's, like heartless. It's, it's yeah, no, no, no it, it is. It, I mean, I think, I think. Listen, I, I'm usually very, I'm, I'm quite respectful, so I don't, I don't think there was any problem with it. Mm-hmm. And I think, had she shown more interest after, I would have been very much like, okay, let, like, let's see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but clearly, it's, it seems more of a, a one-off thing. Uh, yeah, a one-off thing. So yep. I'm not, not overly concerned mm-hmm. about that and about being a jerk so yes <laughs> um speaking of which uh it is okay to ghost on dating apps uh because sometimes the uh the other solution is is worse <laughs> and obviously there's a difference between okay we've been talking to each other for a week and i ghost you on a dating app and we've had like we've exchanged like i don't know 10 texts each you know like <laughs> Yes. I think there's a difference. But yeah, if, it, it is a dating app, so I think there is something to that. Are we going to talk about the ghosting or no? Uh, well, let me put it this way. Uh, it's funny from you know how, like perspective. But yeah, also... you know, okay. <laughs> no, no, I'll get into it. You know how people, okay. um, people kind of say like, what is it? Like, you don't want to ghost someone because you don't want them to feel bad, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I ultimately decided, you know, with this person, I'm like, okay, well, one, I have the respect to like only really be having a conversation with one person at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on these, um, so you know, if there's someone where I'm talking to them and I'm like not really feeling it, it's it's better for me to leave. Um, but instead of ghosting, I decided to choose the uh, the nuclear option, as I say. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh <laughs> nuclear is definitely the correct word <laughs> and i just like went like i essentially just made sure that she knew i was insane and crazy and that way there she wouldn't feel bad <laughs> and then and then we stopped talking so yeah. <laughs> it, 
I, you know what? It's one way to do it. You know, it's just, it's a way. It's a way to get a, get out of ghosting. I'll say it, that it is. It's like make them think you're insane uh-huh. and crazy and uh-huh. way too intense. You know what I mean? And then profess your dying love for them after one conversation. <laughs> not what I did, but it's 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 equivalent. I mean, not equivalent. <laughs> it's it's what he did. Just just I did not. Okay, okay. Let, he, he on did the exactly record, that. I did not do that. Um. I mean, I should have said that. Jeez, now, now I'm regretting it. That would have been way better. Um, no, but if, yeah, you just you just make them think you're insane and crazy, and that way they they don't feel bad when you disappear. Mm-hmm. Or when um, they disappear, so, they're like, "Oh, this is justified." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Insane. So really, I'm just I'm just being nice, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm being nice by being a dick. Like that's. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's something to that actually, though, because I think we had conversations about people. Well, especially if you take episode zero yes of course um where the um where the biggest problem was that i was too nice you know what i mean mm-hmm. it would have been a lot better if i was just a jerk and then they just before even anything happened you know before they grew feelings for me they're just like nah this guy's terrible you know what probably okay actually i've said that and you've responded with that and that, that might not be true right well, because i think the problem is is that I say that, but then I would have been a jerk and still been in a relationship with them in high school, and then that would have been worse. Like, yes. Okay, so the reason that I said that, like, probably, is because it's a high school relationship. It's already a bad relationship. You can't really get away from that. Fair, because neither you are able to deal with it. Yep. So, I mean, unless unless you're both growing together, which, which you know. Of course. Of once, course. It, once, it can work. One couple in a high school, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe two. Yeah, that's it. There's two, max two, you know. If you're at three, yeah. you guys. If there's three couples in high school that are working out. You guys are looking at each other like, okay, who's it gonna be? You know, <laughs> which one of us is failing? We all know one of us is doing it, so let's just figure it out. <laughs> I'm, I'm the way statistics work, though. To be fair, there could just be another high school where there isn't anyone, and then true you know, that way. Um, yeah, but yeah, it it's a high school relationship. Things aren't good, regardless, probably statistically. So being a jerk might have led you to this point where you're at now where it's like oh this was actually an option but what six seven years earlier (laughs) it's more than that now buddy i think i'm thinking for myself i'm old dude yeah (laughs) not old enough to beat you in rock league ayo um oh hold up we're putting that to the test (laughs) in a ones game i think i'd win one out of every 10 ones games possibly i feel and like if I, it was a yeah. show match then it yeah. goes up to four mm. i play i play to the event so you definitely do and i definitely don't so sure i'll give you that i'll, I'll give you that <laughs> give you this listen i almost won that show much we had in our one year anniversary so well that's because i you played at the event where you play up i played at the event where i make the storyline I'm like, okay. there's You're nothing just... happening. This story. I mean, you could happened. not have predicted I did a doomsy dish when I was. In I didn't. That was true. I didn't predict that. That was amazing. <laughs> I still haven't done a doomsy dish, but actually, no. That was the one year anniversary. What I'm talking about. I was already in like champ. <laughs> Even still, I, how am I'm I supposed to expect champ, to do? How am I supposed there. to expect a doomsy dish? It's, you can't. I can't do one. What do I expect? Oh no, I, I literally have not done it. Well, no, I've, 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 I think the truth is, like, doomsday dishes are actually easy to save later on. Yes, 
You know what I mean? See, like someone's on the back wall or someone's already jumping and they'll just make the normal save before yeah. the guy gets in front of the net to actually get it. Mm -hmm. I feel like doomsday dishes are really easy to save in uh, not ones. In ones, then it's like, oh, this is off target. I can just get a shot. And then you just kind of commit to the side and you're like, oh, wait, no, that's already in my net. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're better ones than other game modes is what you're yes. saying. Yes, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, How do yeah. we get to Rocket League? <laughs> i i hate you uh because this is a rock league podcast we can't just have romance corner by itself we, we're sort of um no i think i think in general i'm i'm kind of okay um with it all it's uh it's been a it's been a process it's mm -hmm. been good to i don't think there's any relationship that's bad it's just you kind of move on and you take what you can from it and hopefully don't take too much baggage mm -hmm. that is um, i think there's also a realization that um when you're not in like a romantic relationship for a while it's very different than your standard relationships and i think that's another thing that's like you know you have to, you have to kind of adjust you can't just use the basis of what you have even though you have really good relationships outside to for your romantic ones just because of you know adrenaline feelings that you have to do mm -hmm. with as well mm -hmm. rose-colored glasses i'd say yeah, rose-colored glasses aren't enough, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not. Like, you got to get past that. But sometimes you can't, and you got to accept it. It's fine. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, never never feel bad that a relationship ended because the rose-colored glasses came off. I feel like that's something that, like, you can just learn from this. There's no reason to feel bad about that. The majority of relationships... No, no, no. Bad. And it's like, if, if I wanted to have something happen, it would, it would have to have... When rose colored glasses are on or off, regardless, like you have to create that relationship and you have mm -hmm. to create understanding and you have to be willing to uh, trust the person and, and tell them exactly what you're thinking and not be ambiguous about it. So mm -hmm. all things that I, I can work on definitely. Mm -hmm. so. I think most people can. Probably everybody. I think most people can. I, I wouldn't say I'm the worst at it. No, I think, I think truth truth is, if, if you really want to make the relationship happen, even someone's a, not as good of a communicator as you hope they'd be, like you'll stay long enough or you'll work with them long enough for that to work out. Mm -hmm. But if, if you don't give them the chance, then that's that, you know, mm -hmm. like, like clearly like, yes, they could have done better, but like, it's also that's you to, to, to make. That yeah. Happen. By the same token, the other person also has to be willing to be like, okay, no, like, I think this person's genuine enough. So I'll, I'll, I'll muddy through the waters, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like yeah. you never really want to make somebody a project because that's, you know, detrimental to, no, hundred percent. It's bad. No, I agree. I agree. There, if okay, if it's a project, then it's bad. If you're willing to work with them, then it's okay. It shouldn't be a chore. Yes. If, it's, if you have to actively change the person on a whole level, mm -hmm. and not just like, like, and not just stuff that's literally like, okay, if we spend enough time together, like this should be fine. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if there's clearly things that you see right away, and I mean, to, to her point that, that, that she's like, okay, this wouldn't work, then that's that. Mm -hmm. And she knew that, and that's fine. And that's okay. Yeah. And you gotta accept that, because that's like my trooper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you dated somebody younger than you, actually? No, I'm wondering now. Um... Okay. Okay. No. No. I did go on a couple of dates with someone who was younger than me. That was the seatbelt person. 
Oh, okay, okay. So I watched it wasn't that long ago, but I also figure out okay that was that was like this person is not in the same stage of the life as I am. Yes, <laughs> that one ended fast because you knew. Sometimes I mean, you just you also want to wear a seatbelt, so I think <laughs> it was that's the yeah. number one. You know? Sometimes you just know, <laughs> like right away. <laughs> no, tough too. I was interested in a lot of things as they were too, so. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I need to find someone who hates everything I hate or I mm-hmm. like. Opposite track, baby. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> just find somebody you have no common interest in. That's the proper way to do it. <laughs> I agree. All right. I think that's a perfect way to end the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the I guess the takeaway for this is I'll say just, you know, be respectful, be caring. Like, I think the one thing that I am happy about is that I felt like at least I the person I was talking to like had had bad relationships mm-hmm. and clearly this one was one that was like, okay, this isn't working out. I'm going to go, but like, I don't think I did anything detrimental. Yeah. So you weren't a, a totally I, negative if, influence on if I'm, rem- if I'm remembered as a neutral experience that that's a win. at least was respectful of her and her time then I think mm-hmm. it's a win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, remember that when you're getting into relationships, be respectful of the person you're with. Try to understand yeah. them and do your best. There's really nothing else you can ask. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to use the time that you have, uh, you know, not being in a relationship as a way to um, kind of pursue your own Learn how to be in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Be better for you when are. you do end up in a relationship. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing. Start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> yeah, for sure. To anyway, let's get all of your dirty little secrets. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Free therapy sessions. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.